welcome again on the Green Racks channel. We are streaming live from the Eagle's cage today. This is not a regular guy fox. This is his cousin, a different flying animal. I am Guy Gale. And I have a special guest today with me. I have many special Look at him. Look at all of our special guests today. Hello, special guest. Do you want to talk about it? All right. Cletus, it is wonderful to be in the nest with you. I am excited that we are here on the animal style together. And this time, uh, the eagles are being represented. Still the French eagles. It's very strange. We should be having some music behind us for maybe the actual eagles. You know this band. The eagles since the 70s. Did you meet them? Not those eagles. Well, here we are in the nest. The eagles. I do not actually know. It is they sing a they sing a song called Hotel California. And everyone seems to love this song. I think it is about ghosts. Or I do not really know. I was as a small eagle. I was very scared of this song. I thought, oh, the ghosts are coming. If you come, you never leave the hotel. <laughs> maybe it is a. Obviously, I mean. It's, I feel the same way about California. I hear if you go there, you never come back. Yeah, yes, we stay. You know what's crazy? Here we are staying in our nest together. And there are places where the, the birds, they can fly wherever they want. And they do not do it. Do you know about the pigeons in San Francisco? There are some. They live in the Tenderloin. They could fly up the hill to the Grace Cathedral Park and have many snacks, but no. Well, I think they know where to get the good stuff. They stay in the Yeah, well, maybe these are the crack pigeons I've heard of. Yes, I thought they just cracked their way out of the shell, but no, they actually do the crack. They have a crack. You ever done the crack before? Lots of trash. Trash, oh, we would never eat trash. Silly pigeons in the trash. Well, we are in the nest all together. And it looks like, oh, yes. Do you see I have a mouse in my mouth? Oh, that is are why. Gonna, are you going to finish it? Yeah, I might. I'm going to grab it with my talons and rip it to shreds. Yes, just like a pigeon. Have you ever eaten the heart, the, the breastbone out of a pigeon? It's delicious. Well, I didn't think about that. Yes, they are. Well, you know, in France, we call them squab. It is some same thing. It's, you call them dirty pigeon rats in the sky, but we call them dinner. It's so delicious. Oh, this is delicious right now. You rip. Oh, oh, is it uh, an African swallow or a European swallow? I'm going to. So, someone, can you not fight me for this uh, mouse? It's so delicious. This one's mine. Well, it's a little rude. You brought that mouse eater. You ate it in front of anyone. You could have ate it away, but you're not even sharing. Well, I'm an entitled eagle. I'm Guy Eagle. So, obviously, the biggest, best, and oldest with the biggest wingspan. That's right, because I am the biggest, and I am entitled to all of the good things before I am, I am, I am the best eagle here, clearly. Because I am the host, so I get all of the gifts and eat them for myself. Screw you guys. Go home. <laughs> well, you just tell me where you got that mouse 
<laughs> That's right, you get out of my way, you crazy thing. I will not share. I'm sharing. I am sharing Zeta. Oh, yes, so delicious. Yum, yum, yum. It is. Oh, I like to rip the little bones. It's still squeaking and everything. Oh. oh, that's my favorite part. Yes, we can ah. eat its screams. Get out of my way. I will eat its screams and its heart. You can try. Not this time. Well, you know, when you're an eagle in a nest and uh, I do not know why we are choosing not to fly away, probably because there is an invisible cage around us of some kind. Have you ever tried to go out and been held the electric fence? I didn't know there was one. Yes, don't whiz on the electric fence. Don't whiz on the electric fence. Have you ever heard this important song? Do you, ah, yes. Fall through the electric fence and they get barbecued. I like them better raw, but I'll take what I can get. And you just give me a bite of that and I'll go over there. <laughs> Absolutely not. Not my big wingspan will keep you away. I have to stretch and uh, keep myself limber for being an old bird. You know, do you get your feathers? They do not, you get a little gray on the edges. Maybe you're not so attractive to the other birds. Oh, Gizzy, look! I have to exercise my wings. Show you my wingspan. I, I don't see why any, any other eagle wouldn't want to go near you when you can catch mice like that. Yes, I know. I have, I have very many talents. You would, oh, yes, I will attack you now. No, you see? When they <laughs> do not challenge my authority. My authority. I will, oh, I will mess with you. No sharing here is animal style. We'll beat you up like an animal. Oh. I don't, you know, the bummer is I did not even build this nest. I just took it over from someone else because I am an entitled bird. I didn't know we could help that. I, someone has to do it, not me. I do not do that. There is someone in the tribe who does the work. It is not, I mean, I get the food and eat it myself, but someone must be doing the heavy Lifting, you know? Damn, I'm in the pit. Well, maybe, maybe I can help and build a, I can, I can uh, search, search some work for you and get some, some other birds to, to build you something. I care, Cletus. Well, you know, I told you how you could help. You could help by sharing that mouse and now you're going to make me work. I just wanted a little piece of, no, even the tail is for me, you see. I'm going to slurp, sir, take all of the mouths for myself. Well, I am a very selfish bird. This is the way it is. Maybe another day there will be a mouse for you. But I just don't want to go hunting because the mice have always been handed to me and I don't understand why you won't share the mouse that you brought. Because it's just mine. Well, you know... <laughs> oh, get out of my way! I am going to... Come on! I do not want to fight you, but... I, I mean, I know it is a mute bird. It is a mute point with a mute bird. Uh, I need to get a little sip of wine, a little sip of red wine. It I is like the I blood. I will, I will push you out of the way. This is my nest right now, and I am the host, and I will take, I will be, yes, you see, out of my way. My wings are 
so very big. You know, I just have to stretch my way. Yes, I'm stretching. This is like, this is bad yoga. I say, oh, I'm showing you. Look at my amazing wingspan. I can also do the splits. I might do a cat wheel for you in the sky, but probably not. Only to impress the ladies, you know. I'm such yes, of course. Here we are with stage time. You think? Get all the mice. I get all the birds. I am, uh, you know, my cousin Guy Fox Guy. He's not as uh, how do you say uh, confident as I am, Guy Girl. You know, because I am bigger and stronger, and I have the mice. Yes. So there we are. This is how it goes. Here on Animal Style, and we would like to thank our amazing producer. He is in the studio, bringing us to you, Julian. Julian Bebel, you know, he's a beautiful French name. Yes. <laughs> yes, we, I'm so glad he chimed in. This is crazy, you know. It, when, when we as birds can communicate with the humans as well, it's amazing, you know. It's a gift, it's a gift to be able to. He's running. The crazy technology is that we are actually speaking Baird and he has a Google translator that is turning it into language for the humans. That is the magic of Green Rex. That is the magic of the Twitch channel here on Animal Style is there is a translator. Oh, have we seen? Yes, let us watch our. Oh, yes, I have eaten fish in the past. Let us check them out. Let us check out the lagoon. Oh, I've always wanted to go to the Blue Lagoon and see that Brooke Shields tits when she was so young. It was so beautiful. She was like 13, and no one has a problem with this. We do not in France. In France, we say yes, everyone has the titties, and it's no problem. But it's here in America, you are so worried about the nipple. I don't understand it. I, I don't want to kink shame you or anything, but why are you into boobs when you're not even a mammal? Well, you know, that's the thing is I am just jealous of the... Oh. Okay, All right. Underwater shark man. Underwater shark man. Well... Let's see what other, what other French thing. If the, if, so there was the one cousin, Guy Fox, and then there's Guy Eagle, and now there's Sir, uh, Monsieur Shark. It's well, Monsieur Shark is here now. Always a French fish for you. But uh, you know, I'm not a fish. Actually, I think I am a fish. Shark, I'm a shark. A shark has kills. You just make me. Well, look at my beautiful body is going by the... I show you, I show you my tiny shark. Oh, there I am. Look at my sh tiny shark penis. Yes, I'm hiding it from you. I have, very, I have it in its sheath. But I will swim by again to show you. Maybe I will pull it out and see its girth and length. Yes, look at it. It is my tire. It is funny for in this, I am monster shark. I do not eat my friends. Friends, fish are friends, not food. Do you remember? Did you watch? Did you watch the movie? I learned so much. I learned so much from the Dory and the little fish. They said, "No, we are, we are not 
dude, we are friends. And I said, I didn't really understand that for your delicate and beautiful in my teeth. But no, I will be French. I will be friends with them. Like a good French shark. Now I'm hiding again in the back. Look at me swimming very far away. Don't want you to see me. So, a fish friend. Hello. Hello. <laughs> you are a tiny fish. Are you not afraid of me? Aha! I think that I think you do all protest too much. Look at my big body. You're not scared of this? A tiny male shark, not a big scary female shark. Yes, well they are very angry. You know, the female shark. They are they get they get so angry. You tell them they you tell them that oh look at it, so pretty. You tell them that you don't want to be in the same tank with them and they freak out and then they say you are gaslighting them and you're like what? You're the one who reacted to this, you crazy fish. <laughs> what? How can you gaslight on judges with the water? It makes no sense, you crazy bitch fish. I don't like it when they gas me through the water. Yeah, it tastes terrible, terrible. Oh, yeah. Well, it's like Flint, Michigan, if you've ever been in, in the lake on fire. You have talked about the lakes on fire. Have you not been in them? <laughs> in, in Ohio, have you not visited in the lake? Yes, the fish cousin. Like on fire? Like on fire. That's why I don't like gaslighting. Yes, look at I don't like it when gas or light mix with my water. Hey, they say do not hide your light under That's a bush. That means, right? I just Yeah, well, you put the gas on top of the water and you light it on fire and then you eat a tiny fish in a little barbecue. There's a little bit different flavor. But Aren't they contaminated after that? I do not, you know. I'm not so worried about this kind of thing. The contamination. These crazy and no, things are rattling in our cage. Yes, you are so tiny. I it's my neuroses that keeps me alive. Absolutely. Well, I will swim around in circles here and never get bored. For my memory is only about seven or eight seconds, you know, so. Oh, yeah. All day we swim around. I am a shark. I have a six, seven minutes memory. Did I already say that? No, seconds. I don't remember. You know, I can't remember what just happened. Did I eat? I think I did. I cannot. There's something in my teeth. Oh. Okay. Fish are friends, I'm not fish. Yes, I was, you know, it's my new mantra. It's, uh, fish are friends, not food. Fish are friends, not food. But it's so easy when you say it over and over to say fish are food, not friends. Fish are food, not friends. You're looking really fit with the lack of fish you've been eating and the amount of swimming you've been doing. Wes, thank you so much. I was thinking about going you vegan. Fish. Yeah, well. And then I can just eat the turtle. Look at my face. I will get in the way. Oh, oh, wait. That is not me. That is a different fish. Yes, weird. This the lagoon is very nice. Oh, my current. You know, this is better than when we were in the ocean. I remember once when we were in a vast, crazy place. So, oh, look at my gills! They are so. I I, uh, I tried to make them look much like uh, 
the American movie star Kevin Costner. I saw him once underwater, and I was like, oh, yes, I can definitely get into your water world, sir. What was I say? I don't remember. Have you seen Waterworld? It's a good, it's a good movie. That is very true as well. Dude, oh, I remember. Do you remember being in the ocean? Do you remember how scary it was? Yeah, I feel annoyed. This is small. It's, it's a very safe place. No one can get me. Oh. oh, yes. I remember you were a famous traveling fish. Traveling fish of ten homes, of any home. Oh, this, this is exciting! It's you, a blessing. I'm so beautiful. you are. Oh, look oh at! I wanted to, you know, pass off my beautiful shark semen on all the people, but I am afraid now to go out and do this because of uh, my my fins are so beautiful and so oh, coveted. Yes, but the other. There are people in the ocean, they just chop off the fins of the tiger, tiger sh of sharks, of all the sharks. And they take the fins and then they let the rest of the body die. And they just take it and then they get their little dicks hard or something happens, I don't understand. But it is dangerous for a, for a shark out there in the wild. So I like to stay. Oh look, another shark friend of mine. Oh, no. oh very nice. Yeah. Well, the Shark Lagoon today is, is going swimmingly here on animal style on the Twitch channel, the Green Rex. It's, uh, we are, I wish that we could smoke under the water. You know the song? It wasn't by the Eagles, but smoke under the water. Was it Clearance, Clearwater, Clearance Clearwater Revival? Smoke under the water? Smoke on the water. I like blue oysters as well. As this goes back to the whole gasoline and the gaslighting on the on the ground. This why I respect that. This but this is why this is smoke on the water because it's the gaslight, the gas on the water. It is lit on fire, and then there is smoke on the water. This makes sense to me finally as a shark. I understand the lyrics of the blue oyster cult. Well, uh, you know, if you get a blue oyster, does it have a blue pearl? If you swallow that. Yes, absolutely. I swallow its soul whole. And it hurts. Is this a metaphor for my shark life? Is this what you are saying? Is this a huge metaphor? This is very, I feel like this is a very meta experience right now in the water. Well, there is, there is another one of our friends. He is a stingray. Yes, he got, I think that is the one that murdered uh, the uh, Australian man. I do not remember his name. I don't, I don't remember. See, I only have a seven-second memory. I cannot remember the Steve Irwins of the world. What? Impossible. What were we talking about? I'm not, we are fish. Well, we have one minute left here on uh, the animal style. I am here with the clitus fish. Hello. Yes. Hi. Yes. 
Au revoir from uh, the Shark Tank Lagoon and goodbye to Guy Gal. We uh, give a shout out to Guy Fox, our cousin and friend in France. And a, a very big thank you to Julien for running our board today. Big thanks to all those I say goodbye. Let us be going by the screen. It's so pretty. Joe and all, I have a big fin. Yes, well, thank you so much, Julian, and thank you, Greenworks. We will see you next week on the Animal Style here on the Greenworks channel. Also, the MutinyRadio.fm, which, you know, I before I forget, I always forget to say that you can donate to our Venmo at Mutiny Radio if you want to, you know, keep free speech alive or something like that. The free speech of the sharks and the eagles and the guy foxes. Yes. Good stuff. All right. Good. Good. Goodbye, Julien. Au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir. Oh, goodbye. 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 Look, we did it. We did it. Okay, we did it again. Yay, we did it. I can't believe it. Every week. How do we do it? How do we do silly voices for 20 minutes? It's getting easier, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes, to promote things at the Mutiny Radio. Great. Sure. Yay, thank you. Is the music on again? Good. Yay. I think I chose a not good, uh, oh, did I, no, it's playing, huh. All right, and actually, I think I hear him. Oh, there it is, there it was. All right, if you're listening to Mutiny Radio, coming up at 7 o'clock, we have outdoor comedy happening here on the street. Don't come, don't gather, but if you're a neighbor... Uh, come on by, and then that'll be great. But definitely keep your distance. But I heard that Gavin Newsom is opening up the bars next Friday. So thank God everything's coming back. Like, my, my whole world will be back to normal. All right, thanks for listening to Mutiny Radio. Give us money at Mutiny Radio on Venmo. And enjoy some Bug House Square until 7 o'clock when we bring you live comedy. Yay, okay, bye. Oh, thanks to Rachel Pinson for being one of the vo silly voices uh, being the silly voice with me on uh, the Green Rex channel, animal style. It's just a fun thing to practice stupid voices. Okay, uh, we'll be back.
Yes, yes, yes. Let's see, how's that level? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Hey, it's Bug Out Square. I'm um, uh, I'm not sure if I can yell or what, but uh, I kind of feel like yelling. I do. Um, oh, I don't know. Hey, you're listening to Mutiny Radio. Uh, we're listening to a little Bug House Square in the interim before we start live comedy on the street. I'm going to drag out the... 
the big speakers and turn them up. And we're going to get started at 7 o'clock with Rachel Pinson, Nathan Lowe, Ryan Levine, and Jack Ferguson, and me, Pam Benjamin. Whoopity-boopity-doo. Uh, but until then, enjoy some music. Seven quarters. Oh, and the music didn't um, come up. I always hope yeah. that, like, and so it, oh, he's still talking. Here, burn time. Say something, Nathan. Be loud. Oh, oh there. Hi, guys. How's it going? This is Nathan Lowe. I had no idea I was on because I was in my phone like an asshole. <laughs> what are we talking about? Are Nothing. we doing something? No, I was just I was just burning time in between the um, the songs on those M Night Shyamalista Planet Planion. Yeah, it's M Night Shyamalista Planion. I'm not busy because we don't know what to expect next. Yeah, we have no idea what's on that list. That's well, good. actually, Warhol Kaufman just updated it last night and um, augmented it in fun, special ways. And so there's a bunch of young marks on there now, which is exciting. There's also 10-minute experts from his script. Yeah. Just oh, there's just – yeah, absolutely. He just – he just. Uh, I was like, if you want to update the night playlist, go ahead. Like, I, I ain't doing shit with it. So anyways, uh, here's some more music. Thanks for listening to Mutiny Radio. Stay tuned at 7 o'clock. Live, real comedy. Ah, uh, still no music. Ah, uh. shut up, Shauna Bughouse Square. Oh, I looked at the stats for um, during COVID times, and they're like surprisingly, we've been holding fast at like five hundred thousand downloads a month, which is crazy because all of our programming went to shit, and it's just like a couple. It's basically like Warhol's scripts and my yeah. time have been keeping the place alive. Not to mention content. Pancake's new star rocket of a show. Well, his. <laughs> It was so depressing. His news yesterday, he's taken over Friends of the Pod on Thursday from 3 to 6. And wow, was yesterday a depressing show. Uh, really? That doesn't sound on brand for Pancake. He, he played this like coffee music behind it that like sounded like a kind of a, like a fun coffee shop background. And then it was just the saddest, most depressing. But I did learn this, that Japan has been open the whole time. Do you know they never shut anything down because really? they said they couldn't like with the human rights of their people that's pretty dope and Good they job, never Japan. closed down and they only had like 1600 deaths total in the whole country because well, they were all yeah. wearing masks anyways they already had all the protocol in place exactly because they're super smart people and have you seen japanese people's haircuts there's so many varieties <laughs> you need to keep those barbers employed i mean every it's crazy have you ever um I'm I'm actually very int- I I slept with one Asian guy once and their their pubic hair doesn't curl it goes fing it's like straight. Interesting. It's All the ones that I've seen have been blurred out. Right. I, maybe they blur them out because they're and unsettling. It, it's a little unsettling, but if you go back to like the original porn, <laughs> which is like from the 1700s, like some Japanese samurai stuff, they do. They have like fing like they're. That's it's, some ancient porn. It's straight, it's straight pubic. I'm just saying. I was samurais surprised were, when I saw samurais it. Samurais were fucking. They had paintings of the samurais doing it. Yeah, they That's have crazy. all kinds of pic- pictorial things. You've never seen that. Them. Was like an ad for like, dude, I want to be a samurai. Did you see what they were doing on the wall? Have you? You've never <laughs> seen the. You've never seen the 17th century J- Japanese the, porn art. No. Oh, you should look it up. It's online. You can see it. You can see. Okay, there should be some music back. We're gonna have live comedy at seven. <laughs> no, still, there's still, t- God damn it, he's still talking. Wait, what's happening? I'm just waiting for Bughouse Square to be done talking so he'll play a good song so that I can have it in the interim before the comedy starts. Oh, I was about to say just like hit next. Well, no, but then it, 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 it should, here we go. Apple no, not yet. God damn it. Okay, well, hey, we're still talking about yeah. ancient art um, <laughs> of, the, of, the, of the fuckery variety. 
Uh, and and it didn't start there. I think it, as soon as there were there were you know sticks on walls, there were holes and sticks on walls. Yeah. And it's just where the mind goes. That's just just cave caveman porn. That's just the way it is. Yeah. Things will never be the same. I wonder if uh, if there was a lot of hair pulling back then. Sure. Well, it probably it probably you'd get misconstrued because there was a lot of non-sexual hair pulling probably going on at the time too. So they were just like maybe they thought the mood was shifting. I can't. I don't know. I can't speak for ancient. I can't speak for ancient kinks. See now, now we really see. I I pressed next and now it's and scrolling. now it's a so rainbow wheel. But now you now got music. Look, go. it just switched over. It's hard. I mean, when you're like pursuing uh, an art form, you know, it's like art. It's just killing me that. No, we're talking. It's not that it's not playing. What's going on? I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, the M. Night Shyamalan's play twist gave us the biggest twist of all, uh, not playing any music at all, uh, which was not its function originally. Thank you for staying tuned. This is Mutiny Radio. I am your uh, your hostage host, Nathan Lowe. Got roped in. No idea anything was going on. And now we're talking. We're talking over here. We could talk about me. We could talk about you. We could talk about whatever you want to talk about.
We're going to start the show in like two minutes or so. All right. Hang tight.
Thanks for coming out to the street corner and enjoying some comedy with us tonight. Oh, isn't it great that we can stay six feet apart? You're all six feet apart, I can tell. You're all six feet apart here to hear some comedy. Isn't that what we need right now? You know what I've been doing? Social dis-dancing. Like six feet apart, six feet. You, you wanna show me your social dis-dance? Oh, that's good. I like kind of zombie-like. Do you guys have a social dis-dance? Social dis-dance, what about you? Social dis-dance? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Keep that floss six feet. Oh, there's a good one right there, yeah. Social dis-dance. Yeah, when this COVID thing began, Everyone was stocking up on toilet paper. I'm like, oh my God, I'm gonna run out of toilet paper. I need to buy more, I need to buy more. But nobody prepared me for how quickly I was gonna go through batteries, you know? Because <laughs> like, I'm lonely, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but it's a good time to break up with a clingy boyfriend, you know? It's like six feet, man, or 100 yards. That's what the court ordered. 100 yards at least. I don't know why it didn't work out. We quit drinking together and I started drinking alone, so maybe that was it, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> it's a crazy time, it's a crazy time we live in. I keep hearing echoes of like, fuck the police, fuck the police, you know, fuck the police, over and over, and I, I don't really get it, because if you fuck police, like, isn't that how you make more police? Like, I think we have enough. I say, fuck a judge and get everybody off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks for coming out, guys. This is fun. I hope you guys will have fun. Um, I'm going to bring up your first comic. He looks like he's ready. No, not you. No, not you. Nathan Lowe! <laughs> no, you're first! God damn it, ladies and gentlemen. You show up here for six weeks, all of a sudden, cutting out. We don't have our kinks figured out yet. I'm smoking a cigarette. This is just unprofessional. This is not alcohol. How's it going, guys? I'm not Dave Chappelle. He's a very talented man. He won a Mark Twain Award. Oh, because he smokes? Yeah, we also have bad habits, but mine don't come with fame and money. <laughs> you guys good? You feeling good? You're socially distancing? You're holding hands? You brave people. That's right. Isn't that the bar so low for brave now? It's amazing. Oh my god, I looked, I made eye contact with someone at the grocery store. You brave fuck. Can't believe you did that. San Francisco's getting weird, like just stuff you see driving, just on the drive over here today. <laughs> I saw a lady, she was doing a crosswalk. It was one of those like double side streets, and she got to the median. And there's 10 seconds left, and she just gave up. She stopped halfway. And never in my life of seeing people walking have I ever seen this like 10, it's not, that's too far. I can't do it. <laughs> that actually happened today. There's not really a joke yet. It just fucking perplexed me. Not the most perplexing thing about that drive. I also went by a van, a white van, with no writing on it, but on the doors there were question marks. And the license plate said, it was a vanity license plate, and it said, hmm. And there were hard hats in the front, in the, like, the windshield, like hard hats, something that requires hard hats, and they had question marks on them. Hmm. 
It's a suspicious van! <laughs> By design. I don't know. What the fuck could you even be doing? With the question marks on the van and the hard hats and the hmm. It was like by design. They're, car they're pulling away now. They're getting. What's the license plate? Oh, copy that. The license plate is hmm. Fucking copy? What was that? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's a stupid joke. <laughs> I'm writing stupid shit. Like, and I've, I've been in San Francisco for like three years now, and I'm starting to have like San Francisco thoughts. And they're not my thoughts. They just creep in. But there is a woke person in my head just talking to me about, like, there's a moth outside of, like, the apartment. And it was there for a couple days, and then it was gone. And then I saw the moth again a couple feet away, and I was like, good for him. That moth's still out there. Good for him. And then I had another thought. It was like, did you just misgender that moth? <laughs> you don't know what gender that moth was. And I had a real thought where I was like, I felt bad. I'm like, man, I should have apologized to that mom. <laughs> and then the southern deep part of me was like, fucking rage! <laughs> you gendered a moth, man. Fucking get over it. Go shoot something. Burn your trash. <laughs> I grew up in like a redneck area. Like burning trash was like a real thing that happened. Like there was a preschool built into my high school for the children of the students. Let that marinate. Don't take your time. This is a full class of kids. <laughs> no college credit. Why bother, right? It didn't happen. Poor weird old white area. But here in San Francisco, it's nice. It's different. I'm learning a lot. Like, do any of you people Zodiac shit? Any Copernicuses here? Yeah? I lost my job. What did the dots in the sky have to say? I didn't get it. It like didn't register. Like I moved here from Georgia, deep south. It never happened to me. And a girl comes up to me at a party, and she, first words out of her mouth is like, "I'm a cancer." I was like, "What is that? Like a six, seven month commitment? I could probably, <laughs> I could probably swing that. <laughs> it's probably right in my wheelhouse. It's gonna get worse. Give it a sec. <laughs> I got that tight little funeral number in the back of my closet. I was trying to fit into. Maybe get me on a diet." <laughs> Because girls, you have that, right? You have that little number in the back of the closet. I don't know if that still happens now, but my sister and my grandma and my ma sure as fuck did. It's the thing they were working for. It's a tight little dress in like, the back of the closet. I'm working for that. Guys just have like a suit. And I bought it when I was 16, so I'm trying to <laughs> get back into it. My weight's doing weird fluctuating things. Dude, oh, Adele lost a lot of weight. Did y'all see that? Right? Woo! Good for her. She lost all that weight. What? How are we going to know when it's over because usually when it's over someone's singing I'm not gonna say it don't make me say it <laughs> I was really hoping I was like you're gonna be able to get all the way through this joke without saying that word <laughs> and I couldn't I couldn't manage it <laughs> I uh, I live with three girls and two of them just came back they were distancing for a long time and then they got bored of distancing and they repopulated the house with plants like, I was literally, they took everything away when they left. All the plants, you're not responsible enough to take care of these. It was just bare. They left with, like, a fish. Have you ever, <laughs> but, like, week three, have you ever tried to bond with something that don't got no eyebrows? <laughs> it's a weird thing. It's like, look, he's swimming up to the glass when I tap it. He likes me. I'm like, Aquaman. <laughs> I can solve problems. And I ran, like, they took all their fucking, you know, conditioners and shampoos, and I was relying on those. 
Because girls, you got smell privilege. Do you know that? Like, guys, you know that we can smell like something that isn't fucking sandalwood? <laughs> the stuff they have, it's like, yeah, Willy Wonka made a factory for fucking smells. And I'm like Augustus Kloop in there. I'm just rubbing it. I smell like rose water right now. I smell like someone's been putting cigarettes out in rose water. <laughs> My dick smells like an acai bowl. You have no idea. This shit's wild. I smell fantastic. It's all thanks to Novia. I'm learning a lot. Girls do metal. You girls do some metal shit. Like, clap it up for girls if you're a guy. If you're a girl, don't put any effort in. Let us do some work. Let us do the, let's, let's do the thing. I'm going to clap for you. Have you ever gotten an acid peel? She laughed. That was a pain. There was a pain in that laugh. There was that was that was sad behind the eyes. It's like, <laughs> do you not know what it is? It's exactly as terrifying as it sounds. It's an acid peel. It just layers of skin. Do you love me yet? Is this the layer that you wanted? <laughs> Some metal shit. Chloe's doing on a Tuesday. You had no idea. Sugar scrub, just coarse sugar rubbing off your skin. <laughs> Pour some sugar on me. The name of love. And then she's going to go home and watch a TV show about murder. <laughs> and I never got into it. I didn't understand it. And I asked like my female roommate about it, Novia, and she explained it to me in a way that I didn't understand. She said, Nathan, men, like women are not as strong as men. So we arm ourselves with information. You know, I know that's not real. We have a hide-a-key at our house. Do you know what a hide-a-key is? Put the key, it's like a fake rock or something, and uh, they decorated it. <laughs> they decorated the hide-a-key. <laughs> I go out and they put like, there's like a circle of sand dollars around it. <laughs> I guess they just didn't have enough to make an arrow. Please come break in. I'm in California. My home protection. I have a rock. I can throw the rock kind of hard, maybe. <laughs> Fuck. It's been so weird. We're all just by ourselves and secluded. Any of you are you are you improving? You improving yourself? Well, I checked the Pinterest, and now I can make origami hats for beavers or whatever. I saw a documentary about it. Like, I thought I was going to make myself so much better, and then I got, like, three weeks in, and I, I pinched a shit off halfway through just so I could have something to do, <laughs> like, during the next hour or so. Because <laughs> you can't talk to your parents, because, Jesus, you know, they're all, it's, it's different. It's like, you're now I'm the adult. It's like, fucking, all right, you can go outside, but not past our street. Don't go too far. It's like I'm a latchkey parent <laughs> like from across the nation. <laughs> Been like, and they're just piping in news, piping in news, 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 news. Do you guys follow news? We have to now. We got to follow the news. Do you guys know who Larry King is? Larry King Live? We haven't heard a lot from him. I'm a little worried about Larry. So is, so is fate. Chewbacca died with the change. Hold on one second, technical difficulty. Yeah, no, scoop up change in front of me while I'm finishing my act the real metaphor for my life right now just picking up pennies is it gonna work out we don't know <laughs> yeah fuck my last joke my name's nathan Lowe, guys thanks so much for coming out give it up for your host or whatever
or whatever. As you said, it's a sad thing. Can we have a moment of silence for Chica? <laughs> All right, this moment's over. He was talking about being not from California. I'm not from California either. I'm, I'm from the Midwest. Actually, I'm from Ohio. And if you look at a map, there's nothing west about it, right? But nobody believes me when I say I'm Middle Eastern, you know? So I don't. So I don't. But I noticed coming to California that people are really sensitive when it comes to language. Like, I can't use the R word anymore. Anytime I call somebody a Republican, they get so mad. But I get it. It's because they put a retard in the White House. All right, bring up your next comic, Jack Ferguson, everyone. Yeah, Jack Ferguson. You stay and see what Hey everybody, how are you? No, you're not. <laughs> None of us are. Uh, we've been doing this thing in, in comedy called uh, Zoom Rooms, like Zoom comedy, which is when you do stand-up except to a group of people, like a video conference, like Zooming, and it's horrible, right? But one thing it does make easier is like whenever someone heckles you, it's much harder to heckle someone when the person who's performing stand-up comedy can see your living room right like yeah my jokes suck but you're sitting on a futon you know <laughs> like you can't really heckle me if you have crushed beer cans on your floor is that because i get too close to this is okay <laughs> sorry over there <laughs> it's just technology you know i'm all right uh the world's burning we got we had a race riot start in minneapolis which is the whitest city in america <laughs> that is i feel like that was bottom of the odds in terms of where the next one would start, you know? Like if you were gonna pick a city to erupt into flames over like race, Minneapolis would have been like 10 to one odds, you know? I did go to the protest on Wednesday. Did anyone go to that? Yeah, cool, all right. Otherwise, the people who are looking at me judgingly for the other joke, fuck you, like you didn't go to the protest. I was there. I, uh, I thought it was really inspiring. I thought it was dope, you know? Uh, I thought the funny thing was though the cops had to block off the streets for the protest and like watched us as we were walking past chanting like defund the police you know so the cops had to secure the protest that was against them which is ridiculous in my mind you know it's like when like a teacher would organize a student election and all the students are like running on the platform of no more homework and the teacher is like yeah all right you know like these kids are kind of trying to be all right, we'll abandon that. Uh, <laughs> there were some good people, too, that were handing out, like, supplies to the protesters. You guys remember that? Those of you that were there? They had, like, water and face masks and, like, food and shit. And I thought the food was the funniest stuff, too, because they'd hand it out. They'd be like, hey, here, take this for nourishment in case you get tired so you can keep going longer. And it was like a bag of Doritos. <laughs> I don't think if I eat this, it's going to make me march longer. You know? <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is going to slow me down. For sure. All right, let's talk about non-topical stuff then. Uh, I was listening to uh, I was listening to a commercial the other day, <laughs> as we are wont to do, and it was for Country Crock, which is like fake butter, and their slogan was like, uh, you know, Country Crock, so good that even butter lovers will love it. Just like, who's who is a butter lover? <laughs> Like, who loves butter so much that they self-identify as a butter lover? <laughs> you 
you know like if you if you walked up to me and i could like was blind i couldn't see you and you said hey i'm a butter lover the image that comes to mind is not a flattering image you know and also like butter lovers will love it that's the demographic that would probably would i would most expect to love country crock you know because it tastes like butter if you're a butter lover, you're not a kind of person who's like discriminating between the way things taste, you know? You're probably just putting anything <laughs> fat shaming now too. Uh <laughs> It's been a while, man. It's been a while since I've been out. Uh I don't know. I am uh I'm bipolar. Yeah, don't freak out. You know, if you clap too loud, I might uh flip out. It's happened before. Uh, but people feel bad for you, too, like when you tell them you're bipolar, but you shouldn't. There's lots of advantages, right? Like, I think, like, you guys have to take pills to get high. All I have to do is stop taking pills, you know? Like, mania is nature's cocaine. Sometimes people feel like, or sometimes people say weird stuff to you, though, when they, t like, you tell them you're bipolar. They'll be like, oh, you're bipolar? Like, I have a friend who I think is bipolar. I'll be like, really? Is he diagnosed? And they're like, no, he's just he's just a dick to everyone. <laughs> it's like that's not even a symptom, man. Like <laughs> maybe the reason he's a dick to you is because you keep telling everyone he's bipolar. <laughs> I don't know. I do take pills for it though. I have to take lithium and I keep it in my car for easy access. And the other day someone broke into my car and stole it. They stole my pills. And uh, that's ironic, I think, because it was probably someone who thought they were opioids, right? They were trying to get high, but instead they just became mentally stable, you know? <laughs> like their final crime was just getting their shit together. <laughs> uh, my, my family adopted a dog, or we, b we bought a dog during the quarantine. We didn't adopt it. And I can see some of you guys looking at me with some judgment there. I mean, like, raise your hand if you have a dog. Okay, keep your hand up if you adopted it from a shelter. <laughs> okay, hell yeah, it's my crowd. <laughs> I was just thinking, it's like somebody, like I had a friend who shamed me for it. She was like, oh, you should have gotten it from a shelter. There were so many dogs out there that need a home. And it's like, really, have you been to Mexico? Dogs don't need homes, you know? They could roam around the streets just fine by themselves. And it's like, who'd you, uh, realistically though, if you adopt a dog from the shelter, who are you adopting it from? like a human who caught it on the streets, you know? It was on the streets, fine, and then your government taxpayer dollars caught this dog. This is like my main in like like activist interest here. It's abolish dog catchers. Uh, I was really into Disney movies as a kid. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I could talk about this on the street, but I had to, uh, I had to stop watching porn during the quarantine, because I was watching too much of it. And that's a good idea in theory, but in practice, I've just been masturbating to pictures of my ex on Instagram more, which is not productive, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I think the problem is, is like, like men think about sex the same way that dogs think about food, you know? Like, have you ever seen a dog eat something to figure out if it was edible. <laughs> like, swallow it and then decide, like, oh, yeah, that's something I can eat. Or, oh, no, that's cardboard, you know? <laughs> that's the way that men think about sex, right? Like, we'll masturbate to something. Hey, guys, just passing by. Good day. <laughs> <laughs> nice to see you. That was what the whole set was about. Uh, 
we'll masturbate to something to find out if we think that it's hot, you know? And then much like a dog, if we get that shameful feeling in our stomach afterwards, that's how we know that it was hot. <laughs> that's the only way to know, you know? It's the one surefire method to tell. <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> it's been so long since I did this. Uh, I am. I. <laughs> I used to be. A, I used to be a football player, which is something that you can't tell from looking at me. But I did. I used to be a very good athlete. I played football in college. And a lot of people ask me, like, you know, when they hear that I played football, they'll be like, "Oh, did you get concussions?" You know, because that was a big thing with football. Did you get concussions? And I hate that question. You know, because I don't remember. And <laughs> completely wiped. Have no memory of anything in that regard. And uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna end it there. <laughs> Cause I don't remember any of my other jokes. Uh, give it up for Rachel. We got a new dog, a designer breed. Cool. Bread to not be healthy, just be cute. Cool. I, I have a dog. I adopted him from Golden Gate Park. He didn't have to go to a shelter. I had his balls removed. He's been chasing after every ball he sees ever since, you know? I got invited to a dinner party, but then I found out it wasn't a dinner party. It was a Donner party. I know. I wasn't going to stay, but there was still free food. I don't know if I love lesbians or just the way they taste. All right. On that note, we'll bring up your next comic, Orion Levine, making his... Carter debut. Hey, make some noise for Rachel Pinson. You guys are hosting the show. This is great. Last time someone touched a microphone, the NBA got canceled. So let's see what happens. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm doing a pretty good. I'm in a pretty good mood despite it all. I got a birthday coming up. About to turn 26. Thank you guys. Yeah, yeah. I got about a week to catch coronavirus before I'm off my parents' health insurance. Yeah. I'm squeezing every last dollar out of that thing. I got a CAT scan. The doctor's like, what exactly are you looking for? I was like, my money's worth. Uh, thank you. That is an old joke. I'm 33. Just kidding, wrote it this morning, I'm 19. All right, uh, <laughs> stimulus checks, who got them? Venmo me. Uh, uh, I got a lot of money now, this is a lot of money, more money than I've ever seen. Uh, I don't know what to do with it all. I bought a briefcase, because that felt appropriate. <laughs> Turns out that's a really expensive way to learn that you don't have any important documents. <laughs> so I've just been walking around with the eighth of weed on my birth certificate. I love weed. Who loves weed? Venmo me. Uh, uh, I get high every single day, right before I go to work. Not because I want to, but because I got high on the first day, so now for continuity purposes. I don't want them to think something's up. If I show up sober, they'll be like, wait a minute, why is this guy all of a sudden a terrific asset to this company? <laughs> I do work with children. Uh, I used to think I wanted to work with kids until I started working with kids. Now I'm pretty sure I want to kill a kid. <laughs> You're right, that's extreme. I, 
I don't want to kill a kid. But say I came across one dying, I might just watch for a little while. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'd be like, I don't know what to tell you, Brianna. Maybe you should have respected my authority a little more. <laughs> what, you're on Brianna's side? Fuck Brianna. <laughs> fuck Brianna. Fuck Tobin. His name's Tobin, for God's sakes. All right. <laughs> yeah. Dear Diary. Just kidding. Uh, what's up with uh? What's up with my dad? You guys, g you guys, g <laughs> you guys been noticing this guy recently? Fuck it, this place is gonna go under anyways. <laughs> Just kidding, Pam. Uh, no, my dad's doing all right. He still leaves me voicemails every day, so I'm. He's he's fine, I'm sure. He, my dad doesn't leave voicemails like anyone else. He, my dad leaves voicemails like it's 1983, all right? He only gives me information that I have readily available. He starts out, he's like, hey, son, it's me, your dad. I'm calling you on Sunday, May 3rd. It's 3.25 p.m. The weather's fair. It's a high of 72, low of 65. Anyways, give me a call back, uh, 862-5204. Again, that's 862-5204. It's your dad. Bye. <laughs> My dad just got married. I got a stepmom now. Any stepmoms here? Show your titties where you at. My dad's a Jew. My stepmom is a Christian. She's either the worst Christian or he's the best Jew. That's really. I'm learning a lot about Christianity. I'm learning that Christians, you guys know this, Christians like to frame Bible verses all over my house. I walk in the living room, I see John 3.16 in the bathroom, God hates fags. Like, what do you think I'm doing here? <laughs> I don't like my stepmom very much. We get we we're always we're we're always fighting. We're always, we don't get along. So yeah, I feel lied to by pornography. <laughs> like what else are you keeping from me? What's next? You're going to tell me there's not hot sluts in my area? There better be. I gave him my dad's credit card information. <laughs> I got I got two brothers. That's too too many uh that's three kids my parents had three kids they 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 laid down and you know what happened but they, they created three of them that's too many who who wants three kids that's that's not a good no all right i i, I would maybe i'd have maybe like one I'd, i could do maybe do one cat all right i'll do one cat it's a safe choice right and because with a cat with a cat there's like a zero percent chance that one that it's gonna pursue a career in hip-hop zero with a kid, that's like a 33% chance, according to the data set in my family. <laughs> my little brother, he wants to be a rapper, all right? He wants to be a rapper. He's not only, he that's not even it. He wants to be a rapper. He's also a conspiracy theorist. My family's freaking out. They want him to change. I want him to pursue his dreams because they make mine seem more reasonable. It's much easier to tell your parents you want to be a comedian when your brother's mixtape is called The Illuminati is for show.
My older brother, he's he's, uh, he's doing all right. He's got a lot of money. He, my, he owns a Tesla. I don't know if that's any indicator, but he owns a Tesla. He's annoying about it, though. He still bikes to work every day. That'd be like if I was dating Beyonce, but fucking a bike. I didn't like that joke either, all right? I get paid to do the job. Just kidding, not getting paid. I'm getting a disease. <laughs> I got a girlfriend. I'm I'm in a I'm in a I'm in an open relationship or I, I was in an open relationship before it was illegal. Uh Anyone else here in a non-monogamous relationship? Cool. No one's gonna fuck me. Uh, I was re I was really excited about the open relationship at first. I was like, "Wow, I'm gonna have a lot of sex." But now it's like, "Wow, she's having a lot of sex." <laughs> <laughs> and look, it is not a competition, but I am losing significantly. <laughs> no one's keeping score, but it's it's four zero. Uh, She dates a specific type of dude. It's always a sp it's a it's a guy. He can work with his hands. It's a real manly man. All right, that's not me. I I can't fix anything. But that's okay. There's three ty there's three types of dudes in this world, right? There's men who can fix things. There's men who pay other men to fix things. There's men who let other men fuck their girlfriends, who could fix things. I didn't say it right, but you get the idea. All right, you get the general idea. I'm not complaining. I depend on these guys. I told her I was like, you better not fuck things up with Alan because we got a big move coming up. <laughs> Yeah, Tim Allen, home improvement. <laughs> Hell yeah. I am Jewish. Any Jewish people in here making make some noise? Uh, never mind, I'm not Jewish. I don't want to be with that guy. <laughs> 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 Just kidding. <laughs> I'm Jewish. I I don't not I don't really I don't really have the Jewish look. I'm not like you, sir, or uh <laughs> It sounds mean when no one laughs at that part, uh, but that's all right. It's true. I don't look Jewish. I think it's my hair. I have very Christian hair. <laughs> right? Like the last Jew with hair like this invented Christianity. <laughs> I can't blame him. Wouldn't you if you were the only one without sideburns? I'd be like, yeah, I'm the chosen one. <laughs> Put your mask on, sir. <laughs> just, just you, you can do what you want. There's <laughs> a three drink minimum, actually. Uh, <laughs> have a nice day. I don't like the mask. It's making it hard. I. It's making it hard to. Uh, no one hits on me anymore in public. You know what I mean? My lips are my best attribute. <laughs> There's two winners here. There's people with pretty eyes and Jews. All right, where. Another Jew joke. I gotta get out of here soon, but uh, 20 or 30 minutes left, so I'll make this quick. <laughs> my first job was at Wingstop. You know what my official job title was at Wingstop? It was Wing Specialist. What kind of patronizing shit is that? All right, I'm not a specialist. Give me a better job title. How about the Wing King? I don't know. The Chancellor of Chicken? I'm not sure. I don't know. 
I was too ashamed. I never told my parents where I worked. I was too ashamed. I told them, this is the lie I came up with. I told them that I was an aircraft engineer. It just kind of came out. And they believed me, which is crazy, but that is the power of a briefcase. <laughs> but that lie caught up to me really quickly, though. They started asking for help on their cars and shit, and I don't know anything about cars. I was just like, ah, you know, I'm uh, really more of a wing specialist, really. Uh, I think I peaked in high school. Uh, everyone already knew that. Uh, this isn't what thriving looks like, I don't think. Uh, I did. I, I was crushing it in high school. They loved me in high school. And now they are like, we're about to call cops if you don't leave. Uh, <laughs> it's just a different environment. It's just a different, just, just different. You know what I mean? A friend of mine told me he thinks his high school self would have hated who he'd become. I think my high school self would love who I've become, and that's way worse. Right? Like, he'd be impressed by a lot of unimpressive shit. He'd be like, what? You drive? <laughs> <laughs> then I introduce him to my girlfriend. He'd be like, what? You are dating a senior? That's crazy. <laughs> Relax, that's a joke. Uh, <laughs> I don't drive, I'll be honest. <laughs> One time, uh. One oh shit. <laughs> Alright, I got 20 minutes left. I'll make this quick. Uh, One time, I, one time I was dating an, ol an older woman, and she did this weird thing. She would call me daddy in bed. She would do that. Which. Which was weird to me, right? It was weird. It was like, all right, so so now uh, you're telling me I'm a father and a time traveler. That's what I'm. Here I was thinking I was just helping you ruin your marriage. Now I'm betraying my own son-in-law. What's going on? <laughs> I said, you're crazy, lady, and <laughs> this is not the daughter that I raised. <laughs> I just walked out of there, kissed my grandkids on the way out. All right, guys, I'm Orion Levine. Thank you so much. Hang out. Orion Levine. That was great. Oh, man. I love comedy. I'm glad you guys came. You guys fuck with dating apps? My favorite one is Venmo. And if you like this show, you can Venmo at Mutiny Radio and donate. I used to date a bunch of losers to try to disappoint my parents. You know how girls do, right? But then I realized that I am a strong, independent disappointment to my parents and I don't need a man to help me with that you know I'm a feminist I like San Francisco well I'm not from here I said that earlier but there's new people now uh, but people here are really friendly just the other day I was sitting at a bus stop and nice gentleman pulls up in a car he rolls his window down and he says hey baby girl do you need a ride like how sweet you know <laughs> like we just met and this guy offered me a ride a job and he says he can protect me but I had to turn him down. I'm like, you know what? No, thank you, pork chop. And I am a little bit offended because I am a strong, independent hustler, and I don't need a man to help me sell my pussy, you know? <laughs> Speaking of fem feminism, I'm going to bring up the reason we're all here, so if you need someone to blame. And uh, <laughs> the owner and proprietor of Mutiny Radio, Pam Benjamin, everyone. Oh. Rachel Pinson, everyone. Yay. Yay. 
You're all here. You're less distanced than the past. No one's afraid. Are we all not afraid? The race wars scared us all that we're like, ah, oh, fuck COVID. We're not scared of that. I'm scared of race wars. I'm like, ah! Uh, I, everyone's freaking out about race right now, and I'm like, did you know that the KKK op adopted a highway in Georgia? Did you hear about this? That's crazy, right? Like, they adopted a highway. Before we all freak out about racism, they're doing it on a green platform, right? Right? So the signs will be solar, and those will be hung from the trees next Tuesday. And that's how they're going to be. But before you freak out, I know it's so scary. You know, th for the asphalt, uh, they're going to be using the recycled bones of dead Jews. So no worries, everybody. It's not as race-related as you think. You, and before, they're really in green technology. So they're going to take away all the street lamps, and it's just going to be burning crosses on the side of the road. On the KKK highway. Gordon Lightfoot, total racist. Slander. I just That's absolutely libel. Not true at all. I don't know if Gordon, I don't know, Gordon Lightfoot. Is he still alive? It's okay. I get freaked out about that. I've been getting freaked out about, I, I used to be a nanny, and I haven't nannied for a while because, you know, crazy COVID times. But I used to nanny two twin six-year-olds, and they were so cute. Uh, I like to foster creative play, and uh, one day they tied me up to a desk chair with yarn, and they put tape over my mouth, and I was like, all right, I'm fostering creative play, okay, you know. And they took a laser pointer to my hand, and they were like, I'm cutting off your hand. Ow, ow. Fostering creative play. Ow. Right? And they put the laser pointer to my foot, and they were like, oh, I'm freezing your foot. I said, oh, no. Ow. Ooh, ah, ah, ah. And they put the laser pointer up to my chest and said, I'm breaking your heart. And I was like, Daria, you need to stop, okay? Society has broken my heart. What game? Are you playing? You're playing a game called police state. Like, what did I do? Why am I tied to this desk chair in yarn? And they put their little six-year-old heads together. And they came back, said, you stole a laptop. You're cutting off my hand because I stole a laptop? What kind of Islamic police state is this? They put their little heads together and they said, well, if you were black, we would have shot you. Ah! From the mouths of babes. Just saying. Scary times. No, it's like, <laughs> is that too real? Is that it really happened, actually? And the kids tied me up to a desk chair. I let that happen. I, I told that joke in front of the parents. They're like, did that actually? I'm like, well, you know, kind of. I touch baby dicks for money. That's a thing I do. That's, that's just how that works out. I get paid. But no, it's because uh, mothers don't circumcise their baby's dicks anymore, and I'm totally cool with that. I'm like, circumcision, his choice, his decision. Why are we mutilating the tips of baby's dicks all the time? Like, I get it, I'm a Jew, I have a covenant with Yahweh, and he can take the tops of those dicks and put them on his fingers like olives and eat them off, right? He can, he can put them on his salad like calamari, put them in his skin box. I don't care, God, you do it. But why, why are all the American women chopping the tips off their baby's dicks? And they say it's for cleanliness, but if you put an 18-month-old baby in six inches of water, he will play with his own dick. You don't have to do a lot of work, everybody. I'm just saying. I, I, I do. I used to nanny, and I used to work out. Like, I'd walk up a hill, and I'd push the stroller ahead of me, and then I'd, like, flip my arms, like, to get the other, you know, get the muscles going, right? 
And if you if you burn if you like burn calories for more than 20 minutes, you uh, you start to burn fat. And if you you know smoke enough weed, you start to get high, right? So I'm like walking up the hill, and I'm like Lupita Consuela, pick up the pace. We're gonna get to the top of the hill, and you get to the top of the hill, and all oh, the birds and everything's shining. Do you know the difference between a mommy and a nanny at the park? There is no difference. Everyone's on their cell phones. Like no one's watching the children. Even the dogs have cell phones. It's ridiculous. <laughs> do you why? I smoke a lot of weed. Why do babies' pants have pockets? Why? You got a baby with cargo shorts. He's got like six pairs of pockets. What the fuck is he putting in his fucking pockets? He can't even put his hands in his own pockets. Like babies are like little functional retards. They can't even put on their own socks. How, what are they putting in those pockets? That's where I put my drugs. Right? Because backpack, not safe. 18-month-old <laughs> baby understands zippers, not his own pockets. Also, the police will never search a baby. Did you know that? <laughs> the police will never search baby. <laughs> it's, it's true. Uh, I'm going to hell. Do you know why you're going to hell? Do you remember a moment of what you did? I remember it exactly. So I used to be a teacher. I used to be a credentialed school teacher. And um, <laughs> my ex-husband was a veterinarian, and he had this uh, conference at Disney World. And I always wanted to go to Disney World, but it was during the first week of school at a new school job, right? So I called the principal and said, I have to get an abortion. And then I went to Disney World. <laughs> Sorry. So I'm going, I'm going. I did, I went. I literally, and I came back from Disney World, and she's like, you look great, are you, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I, I really, I'm fine. I only, I, you know, I only have one regret about my second abortion, uh, and it's that I went in there, and they put me in the stirrups. They gave me this amazing drug called midazolam. Anybody like benzodiazepines? Midazolam, short-lived, fast-acting Benzodiazepine, no one else likes drugs as much as me. Cool, I was getting an abortion. There's a reason, right? So my feet are up in the stirrups, and they say, hey, five-minute procedure. Some people talk. Some people don't talk. I said, has anyone ever told jokes? They're like, no. I did a hot five, you guys. I did a killer set. It was a bringer show. I left it there. It was... My only regret is that um, they wouldn't let me have my iPhone, so I couldn't tape the set. You know, did it, those good jokes, did they matter? Did they, like, change my life or anything? I, I don't remember. Fine. You guys like to drink? To drink a lot? I like to, I like to drink quite a bit. It's one of the reasons why I'm not having babies. Things are weird right now in the world, right? Like, oh, there's racism and COVID, but our, our human rights are still... You know, abortion, they're all, I had a painful period. I thought, oh, why does it hurt so bad? And it's because the entire Supreme Court is still inside my uterus. <laughs> so making decisions for me. Huge benches, voluminous robes all inside me. It's rough. I don't want I don't want to have a baby. I drink a lot. I don't want to, you know, if, if you make me have a baby, America, I'm going to need to buy some new tools to drill some holes in my trunk so the baby can breathe in the car while I'm hanging out at the bar. Do you know what I'm saying? 
Put the baby in the trunk with a sleeping bag. That's safe. Er than hanging out with me, right? <laughs> it turns four and it's still wearing one of those dumb backpacks, you know? Like, it wants to jump into traffic. Like, my mommy doesn't love me. <laughs> Uh, in for, I go to I have to go to some parent teacher conference. It's like in first grade and it's nine or something. It's like the fifth one I've been to, and and they say, oh, Miss Benjamin, uh, your child said you love alcohol more than it, and I'm like, this is a sippy cup filled with vodka, you dumb bitch. I didn't want the kid. And then it turns twelve and it starts doing ketamine, and I'm like, who's your dealer? <laughs> we can finally get to know each other. I can take you to Burning Man. We can like hang out. It's going to be really great. At 15, it teaches me the cutest thing. If you've been doing cocaine for more than 24 hours, you don't eat your boogers, you smoke them. From the mouths of babes. Genius. And then, like, it finally dies at 17, right? Like the, like the speedball thing, like the cocaine heroin to the vein. Right? And I'm like, 17 years. 17 years. That's the latest late-term abortion I could ever have. That's a 17-year late-term abortion. It was your choice, America, to put it through rehab four times, not mine. I'm on Medi-Cal. <laughs> like, I couldn't afford that. Dummies. <laughs> so I'm going to hell. Uh, another reason I'm going to hell is that I used to be a special education teacher. And uh, I saw the biggest dick I've ever seen <laughs> on a 17-year-old, right? But it's not, this is not of my volition, all right? Like, I'm substituting in this special ed class, and it's the first time in the room, and, and I'm teaching him how to fold clothes and make, like, a cup of soup or something, you know, like, life skills. And I hear this kid screaming in the bathroom, screaming, screaming, screaming. And I look at the two other women, and I'm like, what's going on in there? I'm like, don't worry about it. It's cool. Don't worry about it. I hear again, screaming in the bathroom. I'm like, there's something. What are we doing about the bathroom? Oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Third time, finally, I just open the door, and I see this 17-year-old kid with a 17-inch dick. I'm not even joking. And he's stroking it, and he's laughing. And I slam the door, and I scream. And then the two other women in the room are laughing. But, like, he does that to all the substitutes. Like, this is a fucking game you're all playing? <laughs> like, I'm the... But then it made me then it made me into the bad person because I'm like, is is God so mean? Like, it, can I be his handler? Like, is there retard porn? Like, does that exist? And can I make money off the? He's having a good time. Is this this is too edgy for? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, it like haunts my dreams. He had a flat back of his head too. It was really freaking me out. The biggest dick. I'm like, why does God hate people? Why is that? Cool. Uh, biggest dick ever. Oh, uh, I had a dream last night that Bjork was my therapist. Does everybody remember who Bjork is? Does anybody know who that? Uh, yeah. So I'm having this dream and I look up at her and I'm like, why is my mother not proud of me? And she looks down and she says, your uterus is made of clouds, and the polar bear only steps in the same river once. Don't let poets lie to you. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I woke up, and my mom still doesn't appreciate or love me. It's fine. It didn't help me out as much as I was hoping. 
You guys been watching all that Waco shit again? Like, it was boring the first time I saw it in 1993 when it was really happening. Is anybody wondering why there's no, like, female cult leaders? Nobody wonders this. It's all male cult leaders. Why are there no female cult leaders? And I think that's because we call them mom. Or grandma. Maybe grandma. Okay. Um, thanks so much for listening to my jokes. Uh, bringing your host back up, Rachel Pinson. Yay! Baby dicks, or whatever she was talking about. All right, cool. I'm going to bring up the last comic of the night. Why are you walking away? You're going up right now. Yeah. Drea Myers. Come on, yeah. Ha-ha. I'm really stoned, so this should be an interesting set. How are we feeling? I'm fucking stoned. Give it up for Pam and her storytelling abilities, everyone. Give it up. Give it up one time for Mutiny Radio. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, I am a big-ass Tina from Bob's Burgers, so strap the fuck in. I'm like Tina from Bob's Burgers on Too Fast, Too Furious. You know what I mean? I was out here driving race cars and shit. I was tall as shit, stoned as fuck, doing comedy in the mission, you feel me? On the street. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, give up for Orion Levine over here. Give up for Orion Levine. Motherfucker had a great set, and then he went inside and washed the fuck out of his face in the bathroom for like two minutes. <laughs> I was like, bro, calm down. It's just fucking street comedy, dog. You'll be all right. <laughs> That's what happens when you shelter in place for three months and then you come outside and do comedy. Uh, that's like a new meaning to the word sheltered. Where it's like, yeah, he's really sheltered. He's been, uh, he's been sheltering in place for three months. Just uh, that was too real for y'all. Um, yeah, I was on lockdown for two months by myself, you guys. Two months I was on lockdown by myself. So you know what I did? I started wearing men's deodorant. <laughs> Just so it would at least smell like someone else was there, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then I'd go to sleep at night and be like, ooh, someone's holding me. One time I got hella scared, though, because I was cooking, and I smelled that shit, and I was like, oh, fuck. And then I was like, oh, it's just my deodorant. Thought someone snuck up on my ass, you know what I mean? It was just my men's deodorant. Uh, so I'm not a lesbian right now, but um, <laughs> I'm trying real hard. You feel me? That's how I know sexuality is not a choice because I'm trying to stop taking dick and it ain't working. It's not working. Does anybody know a 12-step program to stop taking dick? Because I need one. I think I'm on like the eighth step right now. I think I'm on the apology step. What step is that? Uh, yeah, I am bisexual though. Uh, basically, I'm on that five-year power lesbian plan. 
Yeah, what that is, is means right now I'm just a program specialist and I randomly eat pussy, but uh, in five years, I'm gonna be a CEO of Hanalingus, you feel me? Make 100K and know how to make your bitch squirt, what's good? I'm gonna manifest a Tesla and know the top 10 clit tricks. That's my five-year plan. <laughs> Thank you. I am getting older, I'm starting to get older. Uh, there it is, I felt, felt, I felt a cop somewhere. You see me, I felt him, I was like, where's that motherfucker? I, got, I was getting all scared in my chest, I was like, there's a cop somewhere, there's a cop. You ever have cop radar hit you when you're doing comedy on the street in the middle of a pandemic, fucking civil rights fucking warriors? I'm like, let me wait until he drives by before I stop dropping punchlines again. You know what I mean? I don't want him to get too loud with his laughter. <laughs> and for him to get freaked out and shit, you know what I'm saying? Cops are scared right now, dude. They're fucking scared. I'm scared. Everybody's scared. <laughs> uh, whew, let me take a breath. Hello, good sir. How are you? I like older men now. I like older men. <laughs> <laughs> I like when they got gray hair, but they still got like a super hot face. I'm like, damn, this is like a fucking well-aged bottle of whiskey. You know what I mean? You just want to take it off the shelf and fucking remind them what it's like to be swallowed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Um... <laughs> I do like older men, because uh, <laughs> I've been getting older, so I've been learning things. Like, uh, I learned that I'm starting to look at things differently. Like, um, I used to look at older women, and all I would see was age. But now I look at older women, and I see, like, stories, and, and layers, and complexities, and wisdom. Right? <laughs> I used to look at older men, and all I would see was money, you guys. That's it. I would just see money. That's it, right? But now I look at older men, and I'm like, I see, like, money and stable housing. You feel me? <laughs> I'll see, like, a six-year-old fine-ass man walking down the street, and I'll be like, hey, what's your name, white picket fence? How you doing, breakfast nook? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I drive around and I catcall for older men. Like, like dudes are out here and they're driving around catcalling for pussy. I'm out here catcalling for mortgages. You feel me? Just driving down the street, rolling down my window like, hey, yo, pop! 